Check. 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 Hello. Yeah, we just watched the draft. Dude, that was so long. It, it, it honestly felt, it felt so long. was a long. It and I feel like every year, like it kind of just gets longer. Okay, okay. The second round flew by. The first like ten picks took an hour and a half. Tell me why we it was scheduled to start at like six thirty Central Time, which mm-hmm. is ours. Yeah. Okay. And then as soon as it started. They threw on a 30-minute timer for the start of the draft. What What is that? It's the pre-draft show. The the Okay, play that before the draft then. I don't know. So, let's hop into it. We're going to go through the picks. Some, we saw some kind of crazy stuff. We saw probably the most overseas players I've ever seen get drafted. Especially in the second round. It, oh, I the, know. That's what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about like yeah. in total. like. Well, yeah. Like it's probably more than I've ever there seen. There were dude, there were so many trades. I was we so whenever we're watching the draft, we always turn off our notifications from Woj and Shams. Zach and I have our those notifications on year round. If you don't, we we don't associate with you. Sorry. Fake. Yeah, you you're not a real NBA fan if you don't have their notifications on year round. But we turn those off prior to the draft just so we can you know, be surprised. Yeah, I don't want to get a notification. It's like, oh, the Charlotte Hornets are interested in. Bro, I don't care. I'd rather wait the 30 seconds and just see it on the TV and then talk about it. Yeah, yeah. the Chicago Bulls are lasering in on, yeah. on Florida State yeah, University Yeah, what happened forward. to them? Like, I, I, originally they were, what was it, like two years ago? They were like, oh, yeah, you can't, you can't be doing this. And then he was like, he just started using all these other yeah. adjectives. I'm like, dude. Yeah, they said you're stop. like you're not allowed to say, oh, they're picking this player. And then it's like, okay, I won't. They they have a bazooka aimed at. <laughs> I I just imagine he's like in the studio, like how it was today. I was because it was promote or remote, but like I imagine them like in a uh, like a, the normal draft. He's just sitting there and he's like on the sideline. Just like he, he's just on his phone, like so and so selects. As soon as Adam Silver, Silver says it live, he's like, ah, "Send," and I'm like, "Dude, just let it come on my television." Yeah, right. Like, oh no, you know, Woe just getting these calls from the he he's tapped in. You know, you know, like on an email where it's like CC. That's what people are just like he's adding a, he, him to the he, call. He's like, he's like blind CC'd on every email that goes on. Yeah, like whole. every call from like the league office. You know how they have their like draft war rooms and whatever. I wonder what happens if when he dies. Like what do they do? How about we just don't talk about that? Well, think about it. Like, did, I mean, we got Shams. Shams, what like, happens when Shams, Shams dies? Shams is like the same age as us. Well, no, he's yes, not. he is. I'm pretty sure he's like 24. I'm looking. Go up. ahead and look it up. When I saw that, I was like, yo, this dude is like. Young, but uh, going into the draft, we had a lot more trades, as we said. Bro, what? I know that's what I'm saying. Twenty four. What? Isn't that? Isn't that? Right, he not dying. All right, fine. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We we shouldn't be worried about it. Maybe like our grandkids will be worried about it. They'll be like, no, nah, we just have to worry about whenever they how get old even, and they how can't do you type. even get that position? I don't. I don't you think they just like, like, hmm, I'll buy you dinner if you tell me everything that goes on with your organization. 
Like, I do want to know how. Like you, you, like, you pay for that? Probably not. Oh, at this point, they don't pay for it. But like, how do you like? like that's one of those things where it's like, how you get in that work of business? Like, what did, what did, what did you do to get there? Can we get a thirty for thirty from Woj? Yo, <laughs> that'd be sweet. <laughs> we were we were just talking about thirty for thirties, but like now that we're talking about it, that'd be that'd sweet. be that'd be pretty sick. That'd be so cool, honestly. You and the thing is, like, so many people like wouldn't give a shit about that at, at all, <laughs> and we would literally be like, "No way!" So you're saying that he is when he was little, he his kindergarten teacher was related to, and like, you know what I mean? Like, also like stupid, something <gasps> stupid for being the reason why he has this connection. Okay, whatever. Let's hop into it. We got the draft. We'll just go kind of in order. Uh, Anthony Edwards, obvious. We all kind of knew it was going there, and then we had. We had the Warriors news come out about Clay Thompson. Dude, that's, that's just awesome. rip. I feel so bad. Just rip. Like it's it's honestly like one of those like sad endings to like a great book because like whatever like they have the build up and like all they're homegrown for the most part other than like the KD and then um and they win their championships and then KD leaves and then they have the injuries and then this is their like oh, okay they played it perfect they were the worst team they got a top pick. It's everyone's gonna come back. Everything's gonna be great, and then Clay, Clay has a torn Achilles. It's um, uh, it's pretty much official in my mind. Yeah, they were saying that. Um, who was that? I can't. Mark Spears. No, no, that's no, who was on the, TV. The, the bigger dude. Uh, I'm talking about the dude that was like talking about like Clay sitting on the sideline. The the one that was just on TV. Mm-mm. No. The one that's like a Cleveland reporter or like a big LeBron reporter. No, no, I know that. that's Windhorse. Yeah, no, I, I, don't I, I don't know what you're talking about. But whatever, he was talking about saying that um, Clay Thompson, like after the incident happened that caused it, he was just sitting in the corner of the gym, icing it, and then had to be helped off the court because he could not walk under his own power at all. So, not something you want to hear. For sure. Whether you're it, a Warriors fan or not, like that's awful. But they take James Wiseman. Many people were thinking, like, oh, dude, does the clay injury affect your pick? It if, shouldn't. It, it shouldn't. It, you, Not at all. If you're the second overall pick, you take best available. I don't care. I don't care if the the best available is a point guard and you have Steph Curry. You're taking best available. Like Especially because the best available point guard is six foot seven LaMelo Ball. Yeah. I mean, I would have been okay with them taking yeah. him. I, and going into that, like, Charlotte steals LaMelo, who in my mind, like, has the highest ceiling. So, I'm, I'm big on like, well, if you have the highest ceiling, you get the most value. For now, sure. you might have a lower probability of hitting that ceiling, but I'm going to take like a 5% chance of being a superstar rather than like a 20% chance of being uh, a really good player. You know what I mean? So, uh, Charlotte gets LaMelo. Then we, then we see our first shocker. Bulls take Patrick Williams. What? Yeah. People were saying, oh, yeah, this is going to be Denny Abdia. Or Tyrese Halliburton. That's all I heard for the past couple weeks. And then recently, I heard they were like, oh, yeah, they might just take Patrick Williams. And like, why? Yeah, uh, y'all could have traded down to and, like and, seven. And they were talking about moving up to two. Yeah, they were talking with the Bulls. So were they going to move up to two to take Patrick Williams? I think – I well, I know they wanted LaMelo. I know they wanted him. And then I guess once – I guess after that they were just like, all right, Patrick Williams is our next – I mean, he's the on, second youngest on war room person. Wrestling. He was the second youngest player in this draft. 
But the weird thing is, he came off the bench. He's one of only, I think it was when I looked at it, I think it was 10 players since like 2005 that gets drafted in the lottery on that averaged under 10 points in their um, season, in their previous season and college. And the only real like star player that came out of that is Zach Levine. The other ones are really like centers because I know Steven Adams was in there. I don't know. I, was Jaron Jackson in there? That's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah. That's the only person I was thinking about because he didn't play. He's a backup. He had 10.9, just okay. barely. So he wasn't. He, he's not included in that. But yeah, Patrick Williams, I just he was projected to go around 11 or 12 the entire season, and then just recently, for no reason, no reason at all, no combine, no talking to people, just randomly, just I feel like it had to, it had to have been workouts. But he wasn't doing workouts. Yeah. I, it just randomly, he people were like, okay. I yeah, feel whatever. like the Bulls do that, though. I feel like they like just find one person they like, and they don't care what position they're going to be drafted in. They're just like, we're taking them. Yeah, but they have a whole new ownership. Literally everything is new with them. Yes, I don't know. And then, But because of that skipping on him, we saw Denny Abdia fall five, I believe five picks lower than what he was projected. And in my mind, it was just like, Cavs, they're scared to take an overseas player. Their team's already bad. Pistons, they're not going to take an overseas player. I mean, they just took Seku, and he's not really doing much already. Um, and then we see the Knicks. They're literally – I don't even know what to say. They're not – I was I was honestly surprised the Hawks didn't take him. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk – besides Denny Abdia, number five was Isaac Okoro going to the Cavs. I hated that pick. I – Isaac Okoro, you could be a great player. I just don't think they have a cornerstone in place to take somebody who is just a defensive player in my eyes. Yeah, he's a great cutter. Yeah, he can make all those inside shots, but you don't shoot and you're do you just it just doesn't I don't like the pick. Yeah. I would give them a very low grade on it. He could turn out to be amazing. Not not, not to mention like you're mentioning Yekka Kongwu, like he, you still have Clint Capella. Yeah. And John Collins. I was talking about Isaac Okoro, but I also didn't like the Kongwu pick for the. Oh, Hawks. sorry. I'm, I'm just stuck on, on that pick. I don't, I don't love it. Sorry. I, I like Isaac Okoro. I think he's I good. like him. I just don't like top five pick. Him. Yeah, true. But it's kind of like, and especially like, with what the do Cavs. you do? Yeah. Because, like, like I was saying, you don't have. A facilitator to set him up for his mm. off-ball cuts. So really, he's just turning into a defender. Which defender, good job, threat, good job. Yeah. You freaking picked up Andre Robertson with a top five pick. Yeah. Like that doesn't. No, don't do that. Yeah. But then Anyeka Okungwu, love him. I would have loved him with ninety percent of the teams, but not the Hawks. Not Especially since they just traded for Clint Capella. See, okay, what do you think about flipping those two? Like, oh no! That if, the Cavs if, would have been amazing with him. If, if, that's what I'm saying. Like, and then Okoro with the Hawks, that would yeah, have been perfect. Exactly. Okay. I said, uh, like, whenever we were seeing those picks happen, immediately I was like, okay, well, I want a small forward on the Hawks. The Cavs are probably going to want a young center with their young two guards. Yeah, that's like, this. That, not, I thought that would have been perfect. Yeah. So let's go to the next one. We got Killian Hayes. This was our second overseas player taken off the board. I love so, this pick. 
I I really do. I think he has a lot of I think he has a lot of upside, and it allows you to put another like young ball handling piece because I see Seiko as a ball handler uh, to some extent, like a secondary ball handler. So I think it gives you this like primary player also overseas. So you kind of the aspect you're kind of building. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah, I I wanted the Pistons to draft a point guard, and seeing that Killian Hayes was on the board, that was one of my top three prospects mm-hmm. i would have chosen him over james wiseman mm-hmm. and anthony edwards i probably would have picked it probably would have gone Lamelo, killian hayes that was in my mind that's what i would have done so then we got obi top into the knicks i mean i saw it coming from yeah. from like all 20 all years the, ago all I saw it, it is coming. to me is literally you were like they were like all right so kevin knox could have been really good but we're the knicks so let's just do like a little less shooting and a little more big man. And let's see if we can make that work. I just, I love it because you need something to spark the garden. I know we're not going to have fans in most stadiums. I don't know if the Knicks are one that are allowing fans. I know Oklahoma City is. I feel like they won't just because they're in New York, just for side. Now. Yeah. But like you're going to, you're getting an electric player, the guy who won the Wooden Award for college. Yes, he's older, but. And to, you don't I, have anything on that team. I like that point though, because then you can really just be like, "Oh, All Star All Star Weekend, yeah, let's put our guy in there," and then that gives them like something. Yeah, I really like that pick for them. You don't have anything that like you don't have anything to build around right mm-hmm. now. Just try it. Yeah. So then we got Denny Abdia finally getting taken by the Wizards. The Wizards were loving him the whole time. They were like, "Oh, we want to, we might move up, all this stuff." He literally just falls to him. And I mean, I don't really like any of these other people around here to go to the Wizards other than him. Maybe Jalen Smith, but that was a reach. Devin Vassell, maybe. I don't know. The only since since the whole like John Wall Bradley Beal thing is up in the air right now, so it's kind of like, what do you take? Yeah, I thought really I wanted Anyeka Kungwu to fall to them because I thought that would have been amazing. Give John Wall and Bradley Beal that like small ball kind of center. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have a center right now. But, you know, get younger, do whatever. They got an amazing pick with Denny Avdia. He's going to be amazing for them. And then we saw our first super reach. Okay, back-to-back drafts. We're just reaching like this, the Suns? Yeah, what was it? Um, Last year, Cam Johnson. I always say Justin Jackson. I, and you know it. You know yeah, I you, do it. And I have to correct you I every time. Always and you're like, say, what? And I, I always say Justin Jackson. Um, but they took Cam Johnson last year, super reach. Literally was expected to go like 36th, and they took him at, what was it, 10? 11. So the exact same spot. Or they had 10 this year, 11 last year. Like literally, I mean, to be fair, Cam Johnson balled out in the uh, in the bubble. I mean, Made he, Kelly Oubre expendable. Wasn't great the rest of the season, but I mean, if he's going to play the way he was in the bubble, great pick by them. But – I just don't. Why? Why, why are not you taking down? a center? Why wouldn't you just move down? Why are Why are you taking a center? Yeah, he's a he is a center. I don't care what what it says. Power forward. This dude is a rim runner. That's it. It just and it you doesn't have, make sense to me. Like in my mind, you run. I, Cam Johnson can't play the four, but make him play the four with DeAndre Ayton. Build your team small. I mean, you just got Chris Paul. You have Devin Booker. Cam Johnson at the four, DeAndre at the five. Those four are good. And then we call Bridges at the three. It, 
So why are you taking a backup big man? Well, because you don't trust Cam what? Johnson. Probably what I thought was going to happen. Tyrese Halliburton would have been so perfect going there. That's the guy can learn from Chris Paul for a year or two. Boom. He's your starting point guard after that. Will fit in perfectly. High IQ. He's getting compared to SGA. SGA yeah. would be perfect on the Suns this yeah. like this Suns team. And it just it blows my mind that you're just gonna take some big man. Rant. I'm not I, I'm not even feel bad saying you took some random dude. And he was projected to go like twenty-three. He was projected to go around where OKC was picking. Yeah. And then we so then we got uh we're getting into the double digit. So we got eleven. Um we got Devin Vassell. Florida State. What are we thinking? I they I, I feel like they're gonna turn him into Danny Green. I don't hate it, but I also like don't love it. I don't know. I just, this pick was kind of just like meh to me. The Spurs pick that we'll talk about later. I love. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Again, Tyrese Halliburton would have been perfect in San Antonio. I told you if the when the Spurs were on the board, I said they're going to draft Tyrese Halliburton and they're going to turn him into Tony Parker. Mm. That's what I said, and yeah. they made a mistake. I Devin Vassell, you'll probably be a great NBA player, but Tyrese Halliburton should have been your pick, San Antonio. I'm sorry. And now we go to Tyrese Halliburton, a point guard to the Kings. Kings gone king. Having De'Aaron Fox. But the good thing is he's best available by far. But like, well, if you look at the next couple picks, it was all guards. So just take the one that is the best combo guard out of all of them. And I, I don't love that they. I don't like how they. I don't like how they fit together really. But I think they can make it work. And it also best available. One of them might not be there in, in like three years, and it won't matter. Actually, most likely both of them won't be there in three years. So the good thing is both of them are De'Aaron Fox has gotten way better as a shooter, progressed so far mm-hmm. as a shooter. And Tyrese Halliburton, while he's not the best shooter in this draft class, he has gone up in or his percentage went up from his freshman year to his sophomore year, which makes him an even easier fit alongside De'Aaron Fox. Uh, career 43% from three. Low volume, but career forty three with was wait was that the dude that they were saying was like amazing with free throws? Hold on, I'm I'm trying to read it. Hold on, yeah, seventy eight percent from free throw. That's not amazing, but I mean, I'm gonna take bro. Have you seen Duke shoot free throws? I dude, we're lucky. We're lucky we hit fifty percent as a team. Look, I've been a Thunder fan with Russell Westbrook after he just forgot how to shoot. 78 for doing good. Yeah. All right, so then we got Kira Lewis, Context 2.0. They're just so similar to me. I can't separate them. I just cannot. Yeah. Alabama. That I mean, that's what, who I've thought it was the whole time. I mean, it, it, Speedy it, Alabama guard. They, that, that's to do with the same hair, isn't it? Yeah. So that's why we just associate him as the same person. But he goes to the Pelicans. I don't love the pick. You already have Lonzo. That, that is your guard for the future. But, I mean, I guess off the bench – since he's so athletic, then he's really just a spark plug. So I don't hate it. Then we get to the best pick of the lottery. Sorry, Lamelo. Sorry, uh, Kings getting Tyrese Halliburton. Aaron Neesmith, 
goes to the Celtics. Good Lord, Danny Ainge, you pick every player that I love, and I'm going to become a Celtics fan at some point, I promise. Probably not, but... I'm worried. They literally draft every player that I love. I'm worried about this pick. Why? Love Aaron Neesmith, but the last two times that I was hyped up about the Celtics drafting a shooting guard were James Young, he's not in the league anymore, Fire. and RJ Hunter. Both of them were great shooters, not really anything else. RJ Hunter was like way lower though, wasn't he? RJ Hunter was like 26. Okay. And, and then James Young was 17. But those were the last two shooting guards besides Jalen Brown, who really is a small forward. But James Young was tw- uh, 17th pick in 2014. And then I'm pretty sure... He was definitely lower. Yeah, I'm pretty sure RJ was definitely, definitely lower. Twenty six, I think. I just don't see it as a miss, because with those, I know I don't know about James Young, but I know um, RJ Hunter was seen as like ball handling shooter, like was his team's like superstar. Yeah, and Aaron Nesmith wasn't seen as that. The one thing I do worry about, don't say the assist thing. Look, no, he can't create his own shot. And when you look at the Celtics, they don't have a good shot creator for other people. Kimball Walker doesn't create for other people. He just gets, he gets what, six assists a game. And that's just off him penetrating and being like, oh, I have to throw this out. And then Jason Tatum can create for himself. Mm. Same thing with Jalen Brown. Gordon Hayward might be gone. He's probably their best playmaker for other people. I think he can create enough. Because I don't, I don't want, I don't want him to have to get into a role where he has to create. Oh, for sure. Because then he's going to fail. Here he's set. He's not going to. He's set up to fail in that situation. The th- well, the what I'm, what I would have preferred is him going to a team with someone like Alonzo Ball, like a De'Aaron Luka. Fox, like yeah, like a Luca, where they will set him up no matter what. It just it scares me with a team that doesn't have mm-hmm. a creator for sure um and that concludes our the lottery so sean we'll just jump around um first round and then we can go to second round just a few ones that we like really liked you liked you like the cole anthony pick by the match i love okay yeah sorry this is 15 it's literally the next pick as soon as we go to lottery but i love the cole anthony pick because you're the magic just like with the, the knicks you don't have anything that is exciting like sure you have aaron gordon I can't remember the last time Aaron Gore got me excited that wasn't the dunk contest. Jonathan Isaac gets me excited. He's so good. He gets you excited because you want him to go to the Thunder. I mean, okay, you're like, not wrong. Like, Vucevic is literally consistently the same thing every year. You're going to get like 19 points, 11 rebounds, four assists. You're going to get that every year until he retires. Whatever. That's not exciting. No one cares to go to the Magic. You thought you're like, you've you made a great play getting Marco Fultz. If it doesn't work out, whatever. It's still worth it. You're in that situation. You're a small market. Well, I think they're technically a big market because they're, they're like, like a midsize because they're a land Like I think they're technically, but because of like their culture, like they're not big. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like a, uh, uh, like an artificially small like a, market. It's, it's kind of like a, I want to say it's kind of on the same tier as like Dallas. But because, their fan base is so nuts. Well, yeah, so but I'm saying yeah. like, as an actual market size, yeah, it's not on the it's not on like the Oklahoma City level 
or the Milwaukee mm. Bucks level. It's not on they're the like, opposite end of the spectrum. Like where revenue, it's like, I feel like their revenue wise is like big, but they're just not like you don't want to go to the Mavericks. That's the thing. The Magic, yeah. Yeah, no, but you said the Mavericks. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, I, I like their market is big, but you just don't want to go to the Mavericks. I mean, you might want to now. Well, with Chris now and Luka. that's what I'm saying. Like, like they just haven't built that winning culture to make you yeah. take advantage of that market. But yeah, I love it purely based on the fact that he has the high. He has one of the highest ceilings in the in this class, and it's just if if it works out, bam, that's your point guard. Yeah, like that's it, and it it genuinely could. Like those times we saw him spark. He, I think he failed because he was on a bad team, and that might be why he fails in the like NBA. Because the inefficiency, like the, he, yeah. the inefficiency, is because he's having to force shots. I mean, he's getting double and triple team the entire yeah. game because his team just sucks. Yeah, like UNC was horrible. Yeah, I but, wonder. I, 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 the Magic aren't better though. I well, I mean, relative. True, but I mean, Vucevic. I'm hoping. The one thing that I will say is that the the Tar Heels this year like could not set screens well for him. That's the thing, and he is an elite scorer. Like any, if you look at his statistics off of a pick and roll, it is astronomical. But they would just not effectively set a pick and roll. So I don't know. I love it. Okay, um, let's skip around. Let's skip the Thunder and Bucks picks because we'll go. We'll have our own little talk about that in a little bit are there any other picks you absolutely love or you absolutely hate uh i do like the mavericks pickup of josh green but it's not josh green it's or it's not mavericks it's going to no that that one is going to the mavericks there were there were so many trades we if we're confusing stuff yeah we're literally like the 18th pick and i'm i was still like losing who was going where because the the problem was usually they'll announce it during the like on TV, but this year it was just like they were just leaving it. They it were just it would like it flash, and they wouldn't they wouldn't be like we have a trade to announce. Yeah, like they usually do, and then they would just leave it up there as it was that team picking mm-hmm. the whole time. It's and not it's not like how normal where like you'll see like uh the player getting interviewed and like they talk like oh how do you feel about you're actually going to blah 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 like, yeah you know what I mean there was no like reinforcement of it. Um, I do like uh Emmanuel quickly because I was actually going to the Knicks, right? Yeah, that one's actually going to the Knicks. same reason as you said. It's just a an elite athlete, something to go along with it. I think he's almost identical to RJ Barrett, honestly, down to body weight, height, um, athleticism, everything. Uh, but I think he could just build onto it, and he's just explosive. So and definitely. It definitely looks like a reach straight up right now, but I think I think Emmanuel quickly deserves everything that he's going to have in this. Go go into the Knicks, it might suck, but they going to have Obi Toppin, Emmanuel quickly. I don't remember who all they got in the second round, but um, one person I actually we'll talk about RJ Hampton, RJ Hampton in a little bit. Um, go to, go to the second round. We're we're looking off of uh, the ESPN Draft Express, or the it's just ESPN. Yeah. Or okay. So Tyrell Terry going to the Mavericks. Yeah, love that. Tyrell Terry should have. I know he was mocked at like twelve at certain points, 
and he dropped all the way down to 31. One of the highest IQ guards can shoot lights out. He the reason that nobody wanted him at first was he was 6'1, like 160. He grew to 6'3, and now he's about 180. I mean, that's something that like if you get a shooter out of that, that's great. And you're putting him beside Luca. That they Win, compared which, him, they, which they just got rid of Seth Curry in and, this trade. And the funny thing is, is they compared him to uh Seth Curry. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny because they both play really similar styles. What do you think about Vernon Carey with they, Lamella? They picked Vernon Carey and then they traded um that go down, go down, go down, go down. They, tra- they traded for Nick Richards. That's who it was, yeah. So they got, they got two center, two back to basket centers. Yeah, one's very offensive oriented with Vernon Carey, and the other one's very defensive oriented with Nick Richards. Maybe they'll just play both. Maybe they'll just fuse them together, like yeah. the, like the Thunder wanted to do with uh, Hamidou Diallo and uh, Terrence Ferguson. Just more from together. I was going to say Ennis Cantor and Steve Adams. That's who. It, that that's perfect. I love that. <laughs> Freaking Nick Richards is Steven Adams and uh Vernon Carey is in his camp. That's perfect. I do I do like that. So let's talk about a pick that the Thunder made that I actually like. Teo Maladon. Yeah, I'm who, so happy. I'm so happy. At the beginning of this season was mocked at like four. Okay, I saw eight for sure, but the one the one that, that I looked yeah, up. Yeah, and, I'm I'm just out of off my recollection, I can remember like eight or nine for sure. Yeah, so uh, I'll just uh, talk for a second. I'll, I'll pull it. Up. I, I'll pull it. Up. I cannot believe how many people got drafted from overseas, and yet the order of things were just so out of whack. Like there was no, there was no feeling of like, okay, this person is definitely better than this person. This person is definitely better than the next, and it, it was just kind of like all over the place. So the draft I'm looking at right now is the Sports Illustrated. 2020 NBA Mock Draft 1.0. What's the date posted? October 30th, 2019. Sweet. So over a year ago. Oh, my God. And Dude, num- there was no COVID that, at yeah. that date. That's crazy. Did you know, what was it? It was like the one-year anniversary yeah. or something. It was like it's when it's first birthday on uh, the 17th. It's stupid because I know on my Snap stories, I'm going to get something to pop up because I remember being in the library at UWF and it was like, I think it was a little bit, I think it was a little bit later. It wasn't like this day or this week, obviously. But I remember being in the library and I was sitting across from Beck and we were sitting in there and I was like, I'm pretty sure um, there's like a virus that's like taking over China. And they were like, nah, there's no way. And I was like, I was like, I just remember like looking at this like video and it was like a, a doctor like recording herself and it was being like translated. And I was like, this is like real. Yeah. And then they, they were but like, you, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, we never thought it was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be that extent. big, but like they were like flipping the freak out. And then and then I remember telling Kenny too. Yeah. And Kenny was like, Kenny was like nah, that this would be bigger if it was really happening. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm crazy. I don't know. You know. <laughs> well, you weren't. So you should be happy about that. But back to this mock draft. So it, it's looking normal. Number one, Anthony Edwards. And then number two, LaMelo. I mean, that could have gone two or three. Number three, James Wiseman to the Hornets. That was, that was pretty good. 
And then number four, Theo Maladon or Theo Maladon. I keep saying Theo, but yeah, Theo Maladon, number four overall. And the Thunder get him at pick 34, which they actually traded for earlier in the day in a big deal with Al Horford, Danny Green, a future first round pick. You'll, you'll learn about that. Man. Yeah, that we'll talk about that later. But I love this pick. Six five, freaking what was it? Six eight wingspan, six or six ten wingspan. Yeah, yeah. It's things just are great in OKC. I know we're gonna lose like seventy two games out of seventy two games. Want to lose seventy two games? I mean, bro, let me get Cade Cunningham next year. You want you not gonna lose seventy two games? Oh, I know. I we might win way too many games. I would say y'all might do better than this year. As of right now, without Horford, y'all might be better than this year. Y'all drop because y'all drop Ricky Rubio for what? James Johnson. Oh yeah, wait. It was it was Ricky Rubio twenty five twenty eight for seventeen and James Johnson. James Johnson didn't even play last year though, and he probably won't play this year. You hope not. I mean, he's not that good, but. Uh, other than Teo Maladon, the Thunder also drafted um, Alexei Pokushevsky, who literally sounds had, like a hockey player. It does. They had two picks that sound like hockey players. But the Thunder, three picks in the draft, three overseas players. Do we love it? I love it. Um, I expected it. I, after the first one out. Or after the first one, I was like, okay, whatever. Whoever we pick. And then they picked Teo Maladon. Bro, y'all drafted Slenderman. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, if y'all want to laugh, please, please just search Thunder draft pick. <laughs> like, I don't, don't, I, if I say his name, you're not going to spell it. So I'm not about to spell it out for you. Just look up Thunder 2020 draft pick. Yeah. He will be the first thing that comes up. And I promise you, the first thing you're going to think of is Slenderman. He's, Seven foot, seven foot two wingspan. He weighs, he literally weighs the same amount I do. Or he weighs a little bit more, like five pounds more. He's seven foot 195. He got nine inches on you. He has nine inches. He weighs more or less than you. He weighs five uh, pounds more than me. I'm 190. He's swole. Uh, Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a little, my arms are skinny like his. Nah, I'm just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> Alexei Pakisevsky. Uh, the Thunder wanted him from... Apparently forever. That, yeah, if you look back, Kevin O'Connor said stuff. Jeremy Wu has said stuff about the Thunder being all in on this kid. And I, I call him a kid why. because he's a baby. This, this dude is like 18 years old still. Yeah, I'm from now on calling all these draft picks kids. Yeah. I, I don't think... Baby boy. Okay, except for... Y'all's 60th pick. Yeah, he's, he's like 28. Same, he's, he's 24. He's, a, he's but. like our age. Yeah. Or no, wait. No, he was born in 1998. I thought you said he was 24. Yeah, I think he is 24. But I thought it was. How do you. I, hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Alexei Pakusevsky. I'm so excited for him. He, he might suck, but I'm glad they swung for the fences because right now the Thunder are playing with house money. They the All these picks that they made in this draft, they shouldn't have. Mm. Or uh, they should have them, but this last season wasn't a tank. Like this next season probably will be. So everything that they get from 
now on better be these like super good players. But then the Thunder also traded number 53, and I don't know what the rest of it was, for number 37 from the Wizards and got, with the 37th pick, Vit Krej... Honestly, I don't know how to say it. it. But look, so Woj tweeted out after that, and it was like Z-R-E-J-C-I. So was, That's like I, some Giannis thing. Like how like remember how they like Dredge That's like how something. they like spelled his like his last name originally and it was like Andeta Kumba with like yeah. with D's. It's just like how it translates, I think. But yeah, so Vit Krejki, whatever it is, six eight forward, kinda kinda light. What does that say? One sixty seven? Yeah, he little little. What do you mean? I said light. light. Bro, one sixty seven? Yeah. That's so little. Dude. We we just drafted the skinniest guys in the draft. Okay, for my meet, I had to be one fifty. Yeah. Okay, I'm probably one fifty right now, <laughs> and he has like probably like a that's foot probably on that's me. probably not right because or eleven inches on me. Because when I looked at when I watched his tape, he looked a little thicker. Like he definitely did not look like a toothpick. Like he went, he didn't look like he didn't look like Poku mm-hmm. at all. My little Pokemon. Yeah. But I'm so happy that the Thunder drafted three international players because they could be amazing. They could all suck. But, you know. Or they could never touch the floor. Yeah, didn't they say, wait, what wasn't – who was the dude that y'all got in that trade? Oh. Uh, Bitchy Vajishi or something? like that. Oh, yeah, like – yeah. I forget. They said he was fire. He probably won't come He's over. like 26, but he's they say he's one of the best point guards overseas. Don't think we'll ever see him over in Thunder Blue, but yeah. Oh well. So the last player that I want to talk about is uh Trey Jones going to the Spurs. I can't pick a better matchup on or better a better like connection than Greg Popovich and Trey Jones. That's it. That I, I do like him going. That's all there. I gotta say. That's just amazing. So I I am okay with them not taking Terry Halliburton because they knew they were getting Trey Jones. That's, in a little, that's literally Tony Parker. Mm. Better defense than Tony Parker. Trey, jo- Trey Jones, like him and DeJounte Murray, that's going to be some dirty Ooh, defense, bro. Shoot. I forgot they had DeJounte <laughs> Murray, bro. That's going to be some crazy defense. Okay. Is there anyone else you want to talk about? Not really. Um, Look, look, look. Oh, Nico Mannion going to the Warriors? Pretty. Probably I mean, going to start. Could do amazing. Might never play a game. But, but see, like he that, was projected top 10 before the season. That's exactly what I was saying about the other thing. It's like, bro, Nico Mannion is like the highest upside. Why would you not take him compared to what? Yam Mater? Dion, Dion Waiters? <laughs> Raphael Nader? Like, what? Like no. Abdel Nader. Yeah, uh, I'm like, dude. No. Yes, take the guy with who was projected to go in the top ten before the season. Like, who cares if he, if he's good? Then awesome. You the, just hit a home your run. throw. You look. It's like throwing. It's you don't know if your spaghetti's cooked, so you throw it at the wall. If it sticks, amazing. Like you, you just got a like contributor on a championship team with what that 48th pick. 
If not, whatever. It's a second round pick. Who cares? What did the spaghetti have to do with it? You're throwing it at the wall. If it sticks, then no. And then it's great. If not, then you got to keep cooking it. You just got to keep. What? You just got to keep. You got to keep throwing the spaghetti at the wall, hoping that it sticks. Who says you, that? Me. I just said it, didn't I? Since when? I just. It's my new analogy. The spaghetti at the wall. Yeah, you're throwing spaghetti. Even at if the wall. my spaghetti's cooked, it ain't sticking to the wall. Yes, it is. No, it ain't. Mom, I'm gonna make sure you listen to this part of this episode, and I'm gonna need you to text Zach it, and tell him that whenever I cook spaghetti and I throw it at the wall, it sticks. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Later. <laughs>